Welcome to the Peter Gavitt Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Peter Timothy Hankston. Today is April 16th, 2020, which means I'm on day 124 out of 365 promised episodes. It brings you unedited, unscripted, improv, news, movies, music, sports, entertainment, and all things except politics. Now, we've all come to some crazy decisions and made some weird choices during this pandemic. But one struggling zoo is considering a rash and dire choice with a disrupted food supply. Feeding exhibit animals to other animals. Oh, sorry. We don't have any sea lions left. We fed them to the real lions. Natural selection is a bitch. New Monster Zoo in northern Germany has constructed an emergency food plan which includes serving some of its animals to other animals. I would hate to be the one on the lower end of the food chain at this particular zoo. I mean, what is going on in Germany? You don't have enough food to supply your zoo because of the pandemic? I'm not understanding this. You know, scrape up some hay and feed that to some cows, fatten them up, and then cut the cows up and feed them to all the carnivore animals. Does not every other animal just eat plants anyways? You know, if you gotta feed meat to some of your meat-eating exhibits, find a cheaper meat and don't use the animals from the zoo. This is crazy, I gotta admit, but I must say... There might be a few less animals to look at at the New Munster Zoo after all this is over. When people wonder why a section of the zoo is closed, they're going to have to find out eventually it's because it was fed to another section of the zoo. (laughs) This, This is ridiculous, but also sad. Very sad. So now, folks, after UFC 249 was canceled by Disney... Supposedly, the next UFC fight card will be one of the biggest and greatest ever. I mean, this thing on May 9th, if it happens, will be stacked with three title fights, including Justin Gagey versus Tony Ferguson, the main event we expected in UFC 249, Henry Cejudo versus ex-champ Dominique Cruz, who I thought retired, to be honest, and Amanda Nunez, we all know as this just killer of the female fight organization, versus Felicia Spencer, who I've never heard of in my entire life. But I gotta say, those three fights alone are getting me so interested. I mean, my heart's racing. I hope to God that this doesn't get canceled because I'm now more excited about this than I even was about UFC 249 just because it was a sporting event that would have been live during this pandemic and I am going crazy waiting for sports to start up again. I never realized how truly addicted to sports I was until they all stopped. I mean, I would watch golf right now if I had the chance. Anything. But there's nothing. It's sad. It truly is. 
how we have to find other things to do than watch people play sports, when in reality, we should be out playing sports ourselves. Well, we can't do that either, because we've seen that now people are getting arrested for not abiding by the stay-at-home rules, and in fact, we're still allowed to pack ourselves into stores right next to other people standing in line. IKEA is still open. And yet, we can't go to the park and throw a ball. This is the worst of the worst styles of pandemic. Because we're forced into areas where we're around other people who might be sick. And we're forced not to be in areas where there's nobody. Which is ridiculous. This is, isn't that the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish here? Regardless, it seems that sports is something we absolutely need in our lives. And on May 9th, UFC is bringing us a phenomenal fight card. Prepare for this. It's probably going to be on pay-per-view, so find a buddy who has money or somebody with a box that gets all the pay-per-views for free, i.e. me, and it'll be great. What is Code 8? Yes, that's the question. Well, folks, I'll tell you what it is. It's a lesser-known indie film on Netflix that is within the top 10 most popular movies right now being viewed on the stream media Netflix. Yes. Now, Netflix announced back in February that they would have a new portion of their queue entitled Top 10 most popular movies in your area. And in my area, Code 8 is in that top 10. Now, we need to watch these lesser-known, super-popular films just because they could be better than some high-end, just big-time movie productions that bomb, and we all waste our time watching those anyways because they get hyped up by the media and everyone tells us to watch it, and, you know, it's all over advertisement everywhere. But this movie, I've never even heard of, and it's getting insanely good reviews. So let's all do ourselves a favor and take a look at the Netflix queue that reads Top 10 Most Popular Films in Your Area. And, you know, watch a couple of them. They could be fantastic movies. In fact... I watched one that I, you know, I got into Breaking Bad late. Yeah, I watched, I finished watching it finally, actually very recently. All five seasons, all, the first four were great, fifth season, meh, and then I watched the El Camino, Jesse Pinkman movie, and I gotta say, the thing I liked about it the most was the sort of nostalgia of seeing all those characters back five or six years later and or whatever how many years later might have been even more, more than that you know, it could have been like eight or nine years later either way seeing all those characters trying to portray their original characters in the same timeline as the show but they're all fat or different looking or old and it's hilarious because each time you see another one you're like oh man this guy looks completely different or you're surprised and you're like, oh, this guy still looks the exact same. You know, like Jesse Pinkman's parents, 
they didn't change a bit. Brian Cranston, he hardly changed. But Pinkman, and that guy got chubby, and he's supposed to be portraying himself in the movie, some of which is during the timeline where he's stuck in that hole underground, not being fed food or anything and being tortured, when he was supposed to be skinny, having done all those drugs and cooked meth, but he's a little bit chubbier, to be honest, because it's years later, so the actual actor is not as skinny as he once was. Sometimes it's good to watch these movies and see what's popular and what people are watching because it'll bring you back to a, an old show you watched or it'll introduce you into a couple movies that you've never heard of that are actually great. And I'm surprised sometimes, I gotta admit. I used to consider most of Netflix's movies that, you know, you've never really heard of to be complete garbage. But now that I can compare it to all the crap that Disney Plus pushes out that I don't give a hell about, Netflix is definitely the victor, and I will be spending more time on that streaming service, definitely. So some definite bad news for the city of San Diego. And we all know they canceled San Diego Comic-Con. The single biggest and most important event for this city annually and worldwide recognized to be the biggest comic-related event there is, period. I cannot believe that I'm even saying those words. I never thought I would see the day that they canceled San Diego Comic-Con. For the, for the city itself, it is extremely detrimental and people are going to suffer on account of this. Comic books, you know, writers, movie producers, actors, everybody is really devastated that San Diego Comic-Con has been canceled. And you know what? To add to the sadness for the city itself, the San Diego County Fair, which is usually over a month long, is also canceled, which means food vendors that heavily rely on that month-long source of income are also additionally devastated on account of that. I cannot believe I'm even saying in the same segment of a podcast that both the San Diego Comic-Con and San Diego Fair are canceled. What a absolute devastation for the city of SD and Southern California as a whole. I mean, the San Diego County Fair is also recognized nationwide as one of the biggest fairs there is, period. And with vendors losing out on all that money and, you know, advertisement, I mean, all the painstaking work throughout the entire year that goes into preparing for this is all for nothing. And you, you don't just get a big boost in unemployment by saying, hey, I missed out on the fair. Can you pay me for that? No. You have no idea what sort of expectations for money you would make at the fair would have been. And in reality, I personally... I'm sad about this because I go to the fair every year with my kids and they love it. It's an all-day extravaganza 
We leave with a bag full of stuff. I mean, I got plants growing in my backyard that I bought at last year's fair. I still have acid reflux from some of the food I ate. I'm telling you, this is a sad, sad bit of information for the city of San Diego and everybody. Because I'm sure most fairs, had they been scheduled in the timeline that the San Diego County Fair was scheduled, all across the U.S. are being shut down, most likely, as well. And so we're all going to feel it. You know, No more riding a pony and eating a deep-fried Oreo while you look at what your bathroom could be you know, in one of those giant tents that has a whole bunch of random spas and other things they're trying to sell you while you're walking through a fair. I really never understood that part of the fair because I'm not going to go to the fair and buy a spa. You know, I'm not going to get my bathroom remodeled while I'm eating a giant seven-foot-long hot dog wrapped in bacon at the county fair. But they're always there, these people. Either way, they're not going to be there this time. No one will be. What a devastation also for the city of Del Mar. Some MCU news for you folks. Fans are pretty excited to find out that in the new Thor Love and Thunder movie, which by the way isn't even expected to hit theaters until February of 2022, so we're almost two years away. Who really cares? But... Obviously, we know Natalie Portman is supposed to take the reins as the new Thor. Yes, that's kind of scary for me. I'm not really sure I agree with that choice, but whatever. You know, it's the age of the hashtag MeToo movement. Why shouldn't every main character that's a guy be replaced by a woman eventually? But also, Valkyrie is set to return. We know that as well because Thor sort of passed the torch to her, if you will, at the end of the last major MCU film. But just recently leaked is some information about a fourth character from the MCU that we all know and love who will play a small role in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder film, and that is... The Incredible Hulk. Yes, apparently fans loved the combination of Thor and Hulk so much from Thor Ragnarok that creators have decided to put them back together once again in Thor Love and Thunder. And I gotta say, I am excited about it. Just the dynamic between Chris Hemsworth and Hulk, whether or not he's being, you know the smart scientist, or whether or not he's being Hulk smash, just ridiculous monster that he is, it's a hilarious combination of people bantering back and forth, and the fact is they kind of keep each other in check, you know, Thor is not quite as strong as the Hulk, but he's definitely not afraid of him, and when we saw them battle in Thor Ragnarok, that was awesome, we all must admit we were on edge watching that scene, and it was great. And you know, I'd love to see some more stuff like that. So let's hope that in Thor Love and Thunder, it's not a big deal about Natalie Portman becoming the next Thor, and that's all the whole movie is. And instead, we get to see Thor and the Hulk team up once again for some crazy shenanigans. It'll be great. <laughs> 
It's time for the portion of the Peter Gabbett Podcast we all certainly enjoy more than the rest of the show, and that is Real Stories, brought to you by Peter Timothy Hankst, a dirty, rotten, scumbag of a man, also known as me, and Barbecusion, that's B-B-Q-U-S-I-O-N, a fusion of Kansas City-style smoked meats and sides and Baja Cali flavors and spices. And today, folks, I'm going to tell you the story about when my backyard neighbor, yes, his backyard faced my backyard and was only split by this giant mass of ivy that grew from his yard into mine and I had to cut it down every year, Dave Christie was drafted into the MLB, which was my dream personally, and ruined it for a specific reason that I'll tell you right now. So when I was growing up, I knew there was a big-time baseball player who lived behind us. I heard rumors about him playing in college, and I found out that he eventually got onto the farm team for the Colorado Rockies, which was then called the Portland Rockies. Yes, believe it or not, Portland had a triple-A or maybe double-A baseball team for the Colorado Rockies called the Portland Rockies, and it was pretty popular back then, I must admit. I don't know what happened to it, but either way, he played for them and eventually got the call that every child wants to get, and that is to come to the big leagues. Yes, this guy got invited to training camp, or spring training, I should say. He wasn't in the NFL. He was in baseball. Spring training at for the Colorado Rockies to play in the big leagues. What a, an amazing opportunity for him. Just freaking amazing. And what happened to him, he never made it there because the day, the actual day when he was supposed to arrive for spring training, he was in jail for a DUI. Yep. Way to go, buddy. He had apparently gotten a fight with his ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, whatever she was, ex-fiance, I don't remember that much. And in doing so... He, in a rage, drove off, drunk as a skunk, and I personally remember the amount of cops that surrounded his house and gave him a DUI on his front porch. Yes, I was walking by with my friends. We partied it up at night all the time. And I'm coming home from one of the times that we were partying it up, sneaking the back way, which I always did. And all of a sudden, I see cops everywhere. And I think I'm there for me. I'm like... What is going on here? You know, I'm just like a kid who's highly intoxicated walking the street, but I'm not causing any trouble. And sure enough, I notice they all pull up at once into the driveway area of my back neighbor's house and screaming at him, telling him to freeze. He's trying to go into his house and I don't know what's happening, but apparently he had driven wherever they were trying to pull him over. And instead he just drove to his house, pulled into his you know, his driveway, and then began to go inside. And as he did so, they busted him with a DUI on his front porch. Incredible. I can't even believe it. It's, I mean, it's hard to believe that you can get that. But I guess maybe they had been following him, they'd seen him, whatever. Either way, I see who was my hero at the time. I mean, I had a card of this guy, a baseball card of him. And 
I thought for sure this guy, he was going to be a star. I mean, he would have been. This dude's natural talent in baseball, his size and his strength would have propelled him to an all-star status. I am 100% positive. And yet he threw it all away because of a girl and his own drinking problem. So they cuffed him, threw him in the back of a cop car, drove away. I didn't see him for like a week later or so. And, you know, I asked him what the heck happened. He told me the story. He missed his opportunity. He got cut from the team. They have a zero tolerance policy for that type of crap. And I figured, you know what? He'll probably get another chance or he'll become like a high school baseball coach or do something pretty cool involving sports later in life. Well, that is not really what happened to my old pal Dave Christie. Because years later... When I got arrested for possession of over an ounce of marijuana and a distribution of a controlled substance felony because I had Keith and a scale, I went to my probation office to begin my five-year probation status. And who did I see in the probation office of Washington County but Dave Christie awaiting his meeting with his P.O., and I asked him, hey, man, what the hell happened to you? After all these years, I just figured you cleaned up your act and you went off to, you know, become like a, a hitting coach for one of the major organizations or something cool. Well, it turned out he turned to drugs and more alcohol and continued to get in trouble until he got on probation just like me. So I, I believe we actually had the same probation officer, which was pretty ridiculous. But, you know, it's not a big town. Hillsborough had, you know, I don't know, fifty or 60,000 people in it. Beaverton had, I think, 100,000 maybe. So between the areas we lived that were a part of Washington County, you know, there was a chance you would see some people you knew. But, man, I never thought that I would walk in to my P.O.'s office and see the guy I looked up to so much regarding baseball. What a world we live in, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm very disappointed in the guy. Personally, I don't know what happened to him eventually. I'm sure he just continued on a downward path of destruction, whereas I immediately quit doing anything illegal whatsoever, which at the time, the only things that were illegal that I did was smoke weed and sell weed. I did nothing else. I didn't do coke. I didn't do meth, heroin. I did not do any type of drugs. I didn't underage drink. I did nothing except I smoked weed and sold weed, and I, I quit doing that. So I cleaned up my act according to them, and I got off probation within like two years instead of five or I got put onto this thing called bench probation, where then you, you just can't get caught or all the other stuff will come back to you, which I didn't get caught doing anything because I didn't do anything wrong. And so I, I have to assume that I took the righteous path in comparison to Dave Christie, and I hate to put him on blast here on the podcast. Oh, wait, no, I don't, because you were the guy I looked up to, and you shattered my dreams of having a backyard neighbor in the MLB, and I'm sure he shattered his own dreams of being in the MLB. Lesson to be learned here, folks, is obvious. Do not waste your great opportunities in life over A, a woman 
and B, drinking alcohol and driving. What a stupid mistake he made, and I'm hoping he's doing a lot better in life. Thank you very much for listening to the Peter Gabbett Podcast today, folks. Stay at home, stay healthy, stay six feet away from everybody else, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Now, some people, folks, they know for a fact that the dreams they have cannot be accomplished because of certain things. I personally knew I did not have the natural talent to play Major League Baseball by not... I mean, I could have played, but I didn't have the natural talent to just practice, you know, half-heartedly and still have a social life. I would have had to buckle down and train every day of my life, not doing anything else in order to make it, and I didn't have it in me. So I knew that playing in the MLB was going to be only in my dream. Speaking of only in dreams, I'm going to play a song for you by Weezer, Only in Dreams to signify that exact thing.